You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.church. Good morning. Uh, I am so glad to be working through this passage with my community because uh, it's often a struggle for me to read and and learn from this passage. Uh, the the text we're talking about today uh, gives me some Cosmo quiz vibes. Are you more a Mary or a Martha? And when I take the quiz, I'm pretty much always a Martha. I can recall in my uh, early days of marriage, uh, my husband Vlad would invite friends over to hang out, and I would be a little nervous because he wouldn't have anything prepared. And I would wonder and and ask him, should I put out food and drinks? Uh, Should we go grocery shopping? And he always sort of looked at me quizzically. And uh, the group would arrive at the house. They'd play some games, they'd hang out. And when they started to get hungry, they would like order Domino's or walk down to Wawa. And I was appalled. You know, as a hostess, I thought that was completely wrong for us to invite people over and not have something for them to eat. And so when I knew that friends were coming over, I would go grocery shopping and clean the house, prepare the whole space, make sure it was functional for the games that they were going to play. And I would make sure everyone's dietary needs were met. If there were people who were counting calories, I had the diet drinks. I would have the veggies for the vegetarians. I would have all the proper finger foods and snacks for this gamer group. And uh, I would stress so much about it that I failed to enjoy the moment. So when I read this passage, I generally feel shame and lament because I just can't chill out. And I and many others tend to read the passage that Mary is good and Martha is bad. She's being called out for not sitting at Jesus's feet then I also feel this righteous anger that comes up and thinks, well, if there's no Martha's, then nothing's going to get done. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working here. I'm doing things for others. And it doesn't help that I have an anxiety disorder. And I, because of that, I tend to eat up new projects like I'm Mrs. Pac-Man eating those little white circles. So I'm always busy and always worried and always doing things. And I have a hard time sitting and resting. So I feel, I feel called out. And I struggle because the passage seems to be offering this like very strict binary. And when I'm hit with black and white issues, I tend to turn to the red, uh, the red letters, meaning the words of Jesus. And so there's a lot in this passage, but instead I'm just going to focus on one phrase, one sentence from Jesus. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. In a traditional sermon, there's an intro, three parts, and a conclusion. So that was our introduction. And now here are my three parts. Part one, 
Martha, Martha. Martha, Martha. Jesus calls Martha by her name. Sometimes we can take a scripture and take lessons that were meant for an individual and try to stretch them out for everyone. And when we do that, we might miss part of the point. So yes, there is something magical and beautiful about the Bible and how it's still applicable 2,000 years later. But we can't forget that Jesus is looking into the eyes of his friend. And he is saying to her, Martha, Martha, come sit with me. And so before we dig into these words, I invite you to take a moment to imagine Jesus whispering your name. So for me, Casey, Casey, my dear friend, just breathe and let God call your name. Let the spirit hold you for a minute before we get too much into judgment and feelings of conviction. Let's just be known by our creator. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted about many things. There is need of only one thing. So now that I'm sitting with Jesus and he's calling my name, I'm a little more ready to look at my worries and distractions. There's my phone right here that is never off. There is Facebook and my work email that I will inevitably check multiple times today, even though it's a Sunday. There is pages as I'm a hospital chaplain. And for some reason I'm on call for two hospitals and not just one today. Um, there's the fact that it is recording my voice and I hate the sound of my own voice. And there is the fear of my words being taken out of context or something that I say to be mean or wrong or misinterpreted. There are the worries that my daughter is in the kids room and is she behaving herself and is she playing nicely and did I lock the car door and did I turn off the coffee pot? There are worries about my body and how I present myself and is my hair out of place and am I too dressy or not dressy enough and I think that's just the tip of the iceberg for me when I'm discussing my anxious mind. And for a long time, I fought my anxiety and I treated it like a disease. And don't get me wrong, it is exhausting. And I see a therapist and work through it in a lot of appropriate ways. But it is also part of me and it has its benefits. I am detail oriented about certain things. I can prepare and over prepare. Apparently empathy is a side effect of anxiety and because I have some anxiety in my interactions with people, I'm very observant of their moods and social cues, and it makes me a better chaplain. So when I hear Jesus say, you are worried and distracted about many things, there is need of only one thing. I'm not hearing him say, stop working, don't do anything. I'm beginning to hear him tell Martha to take it down a notch, to simplify and unplug, get back to the basics. You don't have to make a five course meal for Jesus and all the disciples. You can 
bring out a pitcher of water and then sit down and listen. Maybe that's enough for now. If there's a day that you need to do more and you have the capacity to do more, then you can do it. But the highest value is to be with the Lord. Focus on the things that need to get done and let the worries go. The judgment doesn't need to be there. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Part three. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. It's all good. Yes, filling up your cup, listening to Jesus, sitting at his feet is better. But Jesus is not telling us that service is bad. Somehow I filled in the gaps that I was bad and that Mary and the Marys of the world were good. But I'm learning to rest in the fact that being a person who struggles and manages having anxiety is not bad. It's different, and there are places where I can and do rest, where others are making the meeting agenda and making the meals and cleaning the space, and that is not being taken away from me. Boundaries are essential. Boundaries are the best. And we don't need to be judging each other all of the time, especially when it comes up around boundaries, rest, and service. When I say I need a break, I need to trust that that is not going to be taken away from me. And when I say I want to work and to serve and to do something for others, I also need to trust that that will not be taken away either. So we all have our three parts to hold intention. We need to personalize our boundary. Hear God call your name tell us directly what we need to work on, where we need to be. We need to set our boundaries to clear out what we don't want and to make space for what we do need. And then that part three is to hold those boundaries. Don't let them be taken away. There are many benefits to setting boundaries. It avoids burnout, it builds less resentment, and it gives us more balance. It's not easy work, but you are worth listening to and respecting your space and needs. As we look ahead, may we be more gentle with ourselves and others, respecting when we need to do and when we need to be. Whether you are a Mary or a Martha today, in this moment you are with Jesus. Find your way to be present in the better parts and hear God's voice call you to where you need to be. Amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected, visit circleofhope.church. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook at circleofhopenet.com.